what does spiritual mean in the psychedelic industry? Is it being closer to God or is it something else? Stay tuned and we'll find out the answers to that and more on our next episode. Five, four, three, two, one. This is the Good Dudes Grow 2.0. On the Good Dudes Grow 2.0, we're here to let you know the importance of plant-based medicine and psychedelics on mental and physical health. We're bringing you stories of how these medicines have changed lives and can save lives. We want to teach you the healing power of plant-based medicine. This is the Good Dudes Grow 2.0. What's up, Good Dudes Grow audience? I'm back, your host, Gary Roberts. I'm here with another great episode talking about cannabis, psychedelics, mental health, and everything that can actually make you personally better uh, as we go, especially for first responders and, and veterans. That's basically my where my heart is and, and why I like bringing people on talking about it. Today's is actually a um, interesting, I have an awesome guest. Uh, I've Never really had somebody who's actually a reverend or a spiritual leader, so it's going to be an interesting conversation for me, and hopefully it'll be an interesting conversation for you. I do have Reverend Gabriel Castillo on. Uh, you know what, Reverend? Give us a little background, just a little a quick background on you, and, and welcome to the show. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me. Um, little background. Um, uh, I um, suffered from trauma. I had a best friend who committed suicide, and um, that sparked my growth, uh, my that catalyzed the need to um, understand my mind, understand my trauma, understand my background, and understand how to reprogram it. So in that process, I um, became started to grow aware of energy, right? So I started to sit with psychedelics intentionally, um, sit with myself instead of going out, doing the ordinary things. I would really want to study my own mind. And in that process, I knew that I had to um, go on a journey. I need to figure something out. There was knowledge I didn't know. So that drove me to Thailand um, to sit with a master yogi out there, um, Dr. Sohail Abadi. Um, great soul, great soul. Um, but really taught me about yoga, hypnotherapy. Those are tools I use to reprogram my own mind. And um, combining that with the psychedelics is what brought me to an awareness of the I am, right? So this is where things get kind of spiritual, the understanding that we are it, we, we are it. Um, and the consciousness is all. And when you understand that you create your reality, you, you, uh, you, you, are, you, you are in a place of just pure creation. And the medicine, the mushroom really spoke really spoke. Um, I was initiated as a curandero along the process and learned how to build a relationship with the mushroom. And the mushroom is what broke me through to another level of awareness to understand, wow, I, I can be out of my own way. This isn't about me, the ego gain. This is about the messages that are coming through and acting upon them. And as I acted upon them, they became louder and louder. And that's what all of this has been. And it's been healing people in the process to learn how to build their own relationship with this medicine, this very powerful medicine that's um, very taboo, but it's very shamanic. It's very moon. I come from a Taino lineage. My people worked with these medicines. They didn't believe in a middleman to source, right? So they right. went through, they went to it themselves. Um, 
I'm teaching how to go to it yourself, how to cut out the middleman and how to be your own healer, your own guide. Um, and that's the, that's the spiritual mission that I'm on. That, that is so interesting. And the, to be honest, there's a whole bunch of, I have 35,000 million questions right now going through my mind because <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people don't understand the, the relationship between the journey, the inner self, and, and the medication itself. But let me ask you that. I want to try and create the story for everybody else. Did you, were you a reverend prior to do this? Because I know a lot of people listening are like, okay, so first of all, we're talking about taboo med medication. We're talking mm -hmm. about a reverend who's spiritual. No, I'll talk after. So, so you decided to go along, find yourself first, and then you decided you, the whole journey through the reverendship and the spirituality with that journey came through. What did you do before, if you don't mind me asking? Before sure. everything. When everything, when everything went downhill, and I hate to use the word downhill, but when, yes. when everything went bad and you had the traumas, what was your life prior to that? Yeah, man, I was, I was a normal person. So I was an individual who was able to wear the mask of the matrix, and I was, I was in it. I was, a, I was doing sales jobs, a bunch of different – I was just – I was a salesperson, and I was able to sell different products, and I, I, was, I had a business mindset, but um, – I, I was never, it was never, I, I could never break that code. There was something inside of me that wouldn't allow me to thrive through that route. Um, and, and that's where the working with the medicine, it said, you, you must create your own, you must create your own, you're a creator. And that's where I, I was like, I don't want to be a slave anymore. That's where a lot of people, a lot of people get stuck. They get stuck in uh, trying to do stuff for, and I hate being, some people says, oh, it's, you're talking selfish, you know, but a lot of people try to do too much for other people and forget about themselves, right. their own inner peace. And then they put right. a lot of stuff on their shoulders. And I, I think right. with my backstory of my daughter passing from an open overdose, that was the kind of person she was. She put everything on her shoulder and always tried to help others more than try to help herself. And when she got into a car accident and then got, you know, addicted to, to opiate medication and then went down that road, that compounding trying to help others never figuring out how to help yourself right. really, really, you know, drove her, right. you know, I think to more depressive uh, states and everything else. Mm -hmm. But the trauma that happened in your life, how did you decide, you know, you don't have a, most people don't have a trauma. They go, you know what, I'm going to go out and do a mushroom. You know, did in between that, how did you investigate the options of, of psychedelics after right. that trauma? Did you try other stuff like uh, therapy right. or medication, depressive medications, and that wasn't working? And never, never you never, jump? Yeah, never believed. Yeah, how did you jump from one to the other? Absolutely. Um, I I grew up in a space where um, we never really believed much in taking medication. We always knew it was worse. It was bad for something else, and it was just kind of a it's not the best thing. Um, it, it is for some in, in certain, um, uh, you know, contexts, but I, we really believe in the power of the mind and that if the mind creates and whatever you believe, that's what's going to happen. So if you believe that pills can heal you, it's going to heal you, but it comes with side effects. And if you just knew the power of your mind, you wouldn't need any of that. But, um, yeah, so, um, it was hmm, to really bridge that, that gap of how I, um, I did you know about them, but did you know about the psychedelics prior? Were you investigating yes. them prior? Yes. Yeah. 
So it, I was in school. So when the passing happened to my best friend, I was in college. So I was playing football. I was a D1 athlete. I had ego. Um, you know, I, I wasn't listening. So he reached out. He did his thing. But during that time, yeah, I was I was in Colorado. So I was at the University of Colorado. I had access to great cannabis, which is the classic psychedelic. I had access to um, LSD. Um, so I was able to I was playing with them recreationally. Right. So I, I and I had some spiritual experiences, but I never knew the power of them when you pat and when you approached it with intention. I only knew I found that out when I sat with myself. Something told me there's there's something more here to this stuff. So take it seriously, not like a child. Take it take it like an adult and sit with yourself. Don't be scared of your thoughts. Sit with yourself. And that's where I found myself. And, Amen. And that's where a lot of people it's kind of, you know, they, they make the misstep. They says, okay, I use I used the drugs in the past and you know, it kind of freaked me out or or it didn't work. When you use stuff like for, for medical reasons, cannabis and psychedelics, the intentionality is really important. Understanding why you're using it's not like taking a pill for 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 a headache or like you they take a pill for depression where you think the pill is gonna fix you. You basically want to be fixed and you're looking for that 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 path. And then those psychedelics kind of give you that path. They're not like the pharmaceutical brand where it just suppresses something or creates a chemical imbalance to stop that path. Right. Am, I, am I kind of am I kind of on, on the right path? I keep using the word path here, but <laughs> the medicine that um, I work with, the cannabis, all these medicines really teach you how to get in tune with your own intuition. And it seems like some of these other medications and alcohol stuff of that nature seem to dole you away from that natural sixth sense, if you will, right? That superpower, right? And that's where everything is, especially if you learn how to trust that, because then you learn how to trust yourself. Exactly. Exactly. I couldn't, couldn't agree more. And it, those, those medications actually alter who you really are, who you really want to become. Whereas, whereas these medications enhance and give you more, like you said, the creativity, more ideas of where you want to come and where you want to go. So when you started getting in after trauma, you started getting using more of the uh, psychedelics and cannabis intentionally. How did the path towards becoming a reverend happen? Was that when you went actually out into, you know, you started visiting Thailand and stuff? Did that happen or how did that path happen? No, that, that happened after. So I had to go through my Thailand experience. I had to gain my skills, my knowledge, because I didn't go out there to learn skills to be able to do it for other people. I went right. out there for myself. Like I wanted to, I wanted to take care of myself before I entered this. Cause I knew before it, for me to be the best for others, I had to be the best for myself. I need Can to, you I'm sorry. I keep cutting you off because I, oh, I, cause I, I know you have so much, like I said, I have like 30,000 million questions. <laughs> so when you, when you went to Thailand, like I keep telling people this, you weren't thinking about helping anybody else. You were thinking about basically, this is about me. I found something that works. I want to deep dive. I want to dive deeper into how and what it can do for me. And that's why you decided to go on these different trips to Thailand. Is that, is that correct? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, there was no in, intention to help or, or save the world or do anything of that sort. It, it was, um, I, I it, the, it, it all came after the mushroom. After I really sat with the mushroom, it showed me who um, I was. It showed me my the, a lineage that I was connected to, deep and deep, deep, deep feelings, deep. Um, 
tears coming down the eyes of just the gratitude of finally realizing this, this was the path. And this is why no other path worked for me. And now as I commit to this path, it blossoms. It, it, it has blossomed and I do nothing. All I do is listen to this thing that's speaking through and whatever that is, that those, that that's what I'm helping to get others to achieve because then it's no longer a journey of just themselves figuring it out and their ego, like they can get out of the way and they can be on a path of just a mission. It, it can turn into a mission instead of a journey. Mm. And, right. and that's for very few, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. I, I, I trust me. I, I understand exactly. You're covering this kind of like the same mission that I'm on, that what I'm creating. And, and the more I talk to individuals like you and understanding, of course, some, some of the aspects I still would like to participate in, but I can't do to being still employed as a firefighter and drug testing and stuff. Absolutely. I got to kind of live through individuals like you and understand. And it's amazing the different personalities from Navy SEALs who are in wartime to, to, to individuals like you who, who go and seek these, these methods that bring the inner peace to them. And everybody says the same thing. It's you got to be intentional. You got to be prepared for what you're going to come up with because hopefully you can talk a little bit more about that. What you're going to see and you got to be open to that, to being able to see what you see with these medications. Because like they said, it's not a, uh, like a pharmaceutical, a quick fix, a suppression, a, a altering medication. It's more of a path. It, it gives you a, a, a open book, a journey of what possibilities lies in the future mm. by being tied into the past. Uh, am I correct? Absolutely. Um, absolutely. It, 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 absolutely. That's very, very true. Very true. And it, it can also take you to a point where you can transcend uh, you can transcend all of it and just be completely here now in creation. Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. So you went to, so you went to Thailand, you, you found yourself, how did it go from uh, Thailand and tell me how you went into the, the, the philosophy of the mushroom, how did that experience right. evolve into what you're doing today? Absolutely. Yeah, so that experience from Thailand to the mushroom, it was at my own personal journey. So now I found the skills but now I went back to the matrix to enter back into it because I thought I had the skills, what I needed to crack that code that I was looking to crack, but it wasn't happening. So as, as that was a whole process of really learning and really fine tuning these skills that I thought were going to crack it. So the whole time I was gaining these skills to crack something, but that was never my destiny. I had to find my purpose. I never knew my purpose, man. And that's what was revealed um, over time. So this is a long, long story short. Um, I, I stumbled across um, Terrence McKenna and Terrence McKenna, um, his ideas just kind of um, the way he spoke, I could tell there was something, there was truth to behind what, what was the message that was being shared. And it, he, 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 he was speaking as if it was coming from this, coming from the mushroom, like the mushroom spoke. And I was just, huh, that's a very interesting idea. Because during the whole process of this growth, I was very inter interested in like some woo-woo concepts and, and <laughs> aliens. Like what's all the connections? All this going down the rabbit holes, right? And then this is the first, first person that was like, gee, they're not, they're not, they're, they're out there. They're not going to come, 
through the sky, they're like, they're here already. And they're waiting for you to go behind your eyelids and, and into yourself to meet you. Um, and yeah, I was just like, huh, it's very, very interesting. Um, cause I, I understand as above, so below. So I'm like, okay, damn, is that what these deep esoteric concepts, is this what they're, they're referring to? Can't be that simple. So I, I was just went into like, into it like a skeptic. I knew that I knew nothing, right? I didn't go into with any prior dogmas or anything, anything. Um, and I, I got an ass whooping, you know, I took like 10 dried grams on an empty stomach of penis envies and it brought me back to my friend who passed and I thought I got over all that. And it was showing me myself and how I don't take care of myself and how I'm not ready to even be, be shown uh, what, what any of this is because I don't even do what I know I need to do for myself. So it was like, until you respect yourself to do what you need to do. And until you, um, it, that, that's going to show that you can listen to me. Not only that you can listen to yourself, but you're listening to me. And I did that. And as I did that, it started to unfold. It went deeper and deeper and deeper. Um, and in that process, went to uh, Jamaica, met with an elder um, by pure happenstance. It was, it was coincidence, just out and about. Um, and this guy just had an energy, started speaking to him, and we just hit off conversation. And turns out he was a, um, he's a Taino. Right. So my same my same ethnicity where I'm from. And yeah, he worked with the musher and he didn't go around teaching people. It's just he lived a life of working with the musher. So he is a true um, curandero. Right. He's an elder who just sits with that. He's not looking to teach anything. Um, so he, he, he we were speaking and I told him my, my journey and everything. And um, he just saw something. Or dis and decided to share a little bit about the idea of forming a relationship with the mushroom, right? So now it becomes this kind of spirit. It mixes the spiritual with the medical with the application of just every day. When you have it, 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 it was just a beautiful process, and he he taught me a lot just through um, journeying with him. <laughs> that, that's that's incredible, and a lot of stuff that you said, and that's why I tell a lot of and it has a lot of purpose for, for veterans and first responders. And it kind of, I tell a lot of people, it's kind of scary for, for them to uh, mm -hmm. just don't go do something because you read something on the internet. Because it, like you said, when you had to find yourself, it, it told you you weren't ready for this. You weren't ready for that. So somebody who's, who's very depressed or, or even borderline suicidal who reads, you know, psilocybin or something will, will, will save me and just decides to buy some and, and trip out somewhere mm -hmm. at home. It, it's not the best thing to do. It's you right. need like it, individuals who've done that journey, like you said, who right. understand because I, I'll use the same, uh, I'll probably piss off a few people right now. I'll do the same thing that I say. I, I, I do a lot of fitness stuff and I'm a, a fitness guy. Mm -hmm. The last thing I would do is hire a fat nutritionist. Right. It, it, it's kind of like, you know, it defeats the purpose. <laughs> uh, I apologize to all the overweight pictures out there, but it kind of did. But it got it. But it's the same thing with this stuff for, for what people don't, don't understand. A lot of people understand nutrition and everything else. But if you're coming from somebody who's never, you know, tried to understand it or, or somebody who doesn't participate or doesn't seek to more for themselves, then how can they ever help somebody along that specific journey? Because sooner or later, you're going to look at them and go, dude, it's not working for you. So whatever you're telling me just can't really be working. Right. So, so, so 
what you're saying is, you know, what you're doing and everything is, is awesome because I see the intentionality of you taking the people who want to understand more and who want to be learn more about their inner selves and helping them understand what that journey is. Because like you said, it was a long journey over time. It wasn't one session. It, it, and I tell people a lot of that because, you know, you're going to go into these sessions. It's not, it's not going to be the magical pill. It's not going to happen that session. You're going to have to go in and figure out what it said and right. figure out what it's telling you. Right. And you may not know, and you may have to go back and say, hey, uh -huh. dude, last time I was here, and it may be a completely different thing when you go to next time, and then you have to try and connect those, those like right. you said, those, those matrix, correct? Absolutely, absolutely. But if you build a relationship with the medicine and you don't mix medicines, right? If you can build a relationship, you can carry that on into your day-to-day. -day. And that, for us, is what microdosing is, right? So now... In a deep session, you get your messages, you get your answers to your questions. It speaks. And then you can nurture that day to day through microdosing. And then the, the voice that you experience, that question and answer, that wisdom, you can start to tap into on a day to day. Really, really, that, that's, what, that's what this is. It's to teach you how to tap into this so you don't have to figure things out. All you have to do is listen. That's incredible. I've never heard somebody um, explain microdosing as under as as you know being with the plant or understanding plant or they've always said you know it's just it's a chemical thing that you know you can do it and it helps you out. But that's it, that's the difference between spiritual and that me that medical. You use that as that a relationship. That microdosing is a relationship with the plant. That is so you know. Can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Like, how, if you can, because I'm. Yeah, absolutely. I'm enthralled with that understanding because I've always, I've mm. taught, like I said, you're the first person I've talked to about the spiritual avenue. I've talked to everybody like physicians, doctors, right. chemists, right. and they're all like those other sides telling you the, the clinical stuff, right. but the spiritual stuff is, is pretty cool. So yeah. explain a little bit more about the relationship with the plant, if you don't mind. Yeah, the relationship is you mm. tuning in with that, that plant, that medicine, and um, essentially being able to... Um, mm decalcify yourself to the point where you can get in tune with your intuition, be it building that relationship, that voice that I speak of, that is your intuition, right? That is your, that is yourself. That's your higher self. You're, you're hearing it louder. So that process and the journeys help you to dive into that deeper, to nurture that, to be able to listen to it and actually step into that path. Cause a lot of my juniors, they've tried everything else. So this is the first time that they're like, wow, I, I, I get the answers myself. I have the answers in here. Last year, you just said that I have all the answers inside of me already. And that's what that process is. And they notice, oh, it's all inside of me. Okay, then why am I, why, why, let me start trusting my intuition. My intuition is going to tell me when to get up. My intuition is going to tell me what I should be eating. My intuition is going to tell me what I need. When I get deeply into it, because that is my higher, that, that is, that's my higher self. Now, no one can be conned. Now, no one can, everyone is, that you are your own. And that, that's the beauty of it. Mm -hmm. that, that's incredible. So I want to go back with the microdosing aspect is, so a lot of people say when you microdose, you're not supposed to feel anything. But mm -hmm. on your point of view, the spirituality as you microdose, it's still you're still technically going to feel the enhancement, even though you don't feel like uh, like like a superhero dosage. You're still going to feel that that 
because you're having that intentionality mm. and that relationship mm-hmm. with, with that with that compound. So technically, Absolutely. you'll still understand what it's doing for you, even though it's not a massive dose that you're waiting for some sort of feeling. Absolutely. That is, that is so, that is so incredible. Tell me a little bit about, about, about your, your retreats out in, in Jamaica and how, what's going on there, what, what exactly you do and, and, and everything else. Yeah, man, the retreats are beautiful, um, beautiful location, um, very, mm-hmm. uh, very intimate and tailored. So it is so intimate and we hold, keep the space so tight. We don't like to add many journeyers to the space because um, that's a distraction. With us, we want to take you as deep as we can with the medicine, because that's the only way for you to fully understand what it is, right? So we're not scared to give you a very, very high dose, especially if you're ready for it. Um, So typically our retreats, it's a three-day, right? So we'll have the first day, we'll do a journey where we're able to kind of see where you are. It might be a lighter species, um, so we might play with different species during that journey all tailored to your intake, right? So what's your intention? Some species are more out of this world. Some are very grounding and um, more teachers to teach you lessons. Others are just a deep meditation, right? So what are you really looking for? What do you want? Um, So we pick the species. We go deep, um, semi-deep that first night, right? Really analyzing what's going to pop up. Is something going to pop up from our intakes? Um, Are they ready to go deep, right? Um, and they're getting acclimated to the space. They're learning. They're building the trust even deeper, right? Um, and then that next day is when when we go very deep. So we'll brew a tea, depending on the person, very customized, right? So we grow our own medicine. So it's going to be a tea. It will be a um, in microdose forms, right? So we can have them in capsules um, or peanut butters, whatever whatever is best for the individual, whatever they're they're more inclined to have. And that's what we do. And we have a personal cook, professional cook. Um, she's a cannabis chef as well. So when we're in Jamaica, we can play with that as well. So we're able to add cannabis into the mix. Um, it's fully, it's fully um, tailored, very, very customized because we want to teach you how to build that relationship, right? So all integration is one-on-one. So we're building your integration regimen during that process. So you're going to know what to do in the months ahead. You're going to learn how to really nurture this relationship with this medicine and how to benefit in your day to day. And that's, that's just what we do. That is so cool. And I, you answered my, you answered my next question, which I was going to ask you if you actually guys actually grew your own medications on, or do you, do you grow there on site or do you have somebody like the, uh, the individual that you spoke with it in, in Jamaica, right. actually they grow it and then they bring it to you or how does that work? Yeah. So I have, um, I have sources, right? I have really trusted sources all over who they grow their medicine with intention for ceremony, right? It's not just okay. to be sold. Um, so sometimes I go through sources if I'm in locations where travel a lot, we travel a lot, we can come directly to you, right? You don't have to come to us. So really I, it's very strategic in that regard. So in the States, we have a plant medicine church, right? Church of the sacred spore. Okay, cool. Where was that located? That's in Florida. Oh, yeah. a little bit good. I'm going to have to investigate that. <laughs> Gabriel, it, it's been a pleasure talking with you. It, it's kind of really 
like I said, I've never had a, a spiritual guide or, or somebody who's dealt with spiritually. It's led me to want to investigate more different options on the spiritual side in the way and trying to connect both avenues together and give better advice to like middle firefighters and veterans on on what they're looking to do and exactly what they can expect from using this right. this wonderful medication. Mm-hmm. If people wanted to reach out to you or learn about your, your retreats, where would they go? Oh, yeah. They can go to our website at www.finallydetached.com. Yeah. And but everything's there. There's a lot there for you. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I'll put that in the show notes. Uh, I appreciate you taking time out of your day. This was awesome. Uh, thank you. Yeah. And you know what? You have an awesome day. Yeah, likewise. You too, Gary. Appreciate it.